You are listening to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Okay, welcome back to episode 84 of What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Today we'll be reviewing Terror Train from 1980 and Horror Express from 1972. So this is Tim's turn to go first, so we'll go with Terror Train from 1980. Take it away, Tim. So it opens up, it's this uh, New Year's party, frat party thingy going on and uh this the boy uh this uh teenager is supposed to go in and uh hook up with this girl that's the whole thing so he goes in the uh goes in to hook up with her and she says kiss me and at this point you realize the actress uh saying it is sigourney uh, not sigourney Reaper, sorry jamie lee curtis and um she says kiss me and then he goes to kiss her and it turns out it's this mannequin made out to be like dead uh, look like it's dead with uh, body parts that come off and everything. And this guy completely freaks out, wraps himself up in these like curtains hanging out the ceiling, and just twi- keeps on twisting around, screaming. Apparently, he actually got hurt in the process, as you find out as it jumps forward three years at this point. And then um, it's another party. It's a costume party three years later. But this time, it's going to be on a train instead of just out in the middle of nowhere at some kind of semi-abandoned place. This time it's on a train, and uh, while they're getting on the train, there's this one really funny kid that's actually, uh, you remember him from earlier on, too, as well. But he um, keeps making jokes, and he's uh, he gets, he's pretend he looks like he's pretending to be stabbed just before they all get on the train, until you realize he wasn't, he was actually stabbed. He gets thrown under the train and crushed, and this is just how it starts. At this point, it becomes a bunch of cloak and dagger stuff, and there's a bunch of people getting murdered a bunch of these uh teenagers and the uh, train conductor starts to suspect things he found one of the bodies but then it disappeared it turned out well it came back alive as far as he could tell it was just drunk it didn't make any sense to him and then just things kept popping into place and he was kind of figuring it out i like this guy and then some of the other uh train members and this just keeps going on throughout this whole thing it's just one big like conspiracy theory they kind of figure who it is they figured out that this is probably that kid um, but they can't figure out who he is or where he is or what he looks like or how he could be on this train. Uh, there's a magician that they su- kind of suspect. Is it him? Well, that's a, something to have to watch, but uh, he definitely has uh, worked on hiding his appearance until the end where he ends up uh, finally becoming unmasked. And then uh, it, it's quite the unmasking, to be honest with you. And then um, Alana apologized for the prank, but he refused to accept her for forces her to kiss him. After all this time. Well, throughout all that, the trauma is prank is in a mental breakdown. Then what happens next? Well, somebody dies. <laughs> no, no, it, it doesn't in quite the way. I don't want to ruin a ruin a movie, but this has got like a lot of ups and downs, lefts and rights in it. And uh yeah, I don't really want to break I don't want to give away too much on these kills because all the kills are unique and different. But yeah, as far as reviewing this thing, it's gonna be it's gonna have a little extra on that. Lando, what do you what do we got for box office on this one? Because this is 1980. When it comes to Rotten Tomato, they gave this one a 44. I didn't score of 38. Google gave it an 81. This movie had a budget of 33.5 million and made 8 million in the box office. Now, when it comes to my overall thoughts, it has a great story of kids getting of a kid getting pranked on, but goes on a killing spree three years later. When it comes to the blood and gore, was a bit disappointed they couldn't make it make this into a gorier movie because, in my opinion, it would have 
made it a lot more enjoyable of a movie, but it did have a good amount of blood for a slasher. So I gave it a 2 on gore and like a 3.5 on blood, I guess. And oh yeah, we do get titties. And uh, yeah, that uh, mannequin wasn't a mannequin. That was an actual dead body that they used in the prank, by the way. Um, had a great cast with like the scream queen herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, as the main girl, Alana. And the magician is played by an actual magician named David Copperfield. So he makes appearance in this movie, even though his character dies. Now, when it comes to the ending, it also could have been done a lot better. You just see the killer freaking out after Alana finally kisses him. And when the conductor starts hitting him with a shovel a couple times, he falls out of the train. And that's about it. I mean, never really do see what happens to the rest of the people on the train. You don't see them, but you do assume that they're okay. So when it does that, kind of makes it a shitty ending, in my opinion. But even though it had a shitty ending... In my opinion, I gave this one a four skull rating. What about you, Tim? Yeah, the ending was disappointing. And plus, but didn't leave room for a sequel. Is he really dead? I mean, we always think they're dead, but are they really dead? So I mean, that that was probably why they did it. But yeah, considering the rest of the movie, there was a letdown. Uh, the, the gore parts, there are a couple parts, but yeah, you're right. There's nothing really super gory like they could have done. Um a lot of like stage props. David Copperfield, yeah, that was another one I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that is kind of this is way early in his career too, his real career. So it's kind of interesting. He was there. You do have the the scream queen of all time. I don't think anyone could ever actually catch up. I'm not sure it's possible. I think that she's just done so many horror movies. It's just almost impossible for anyone to catch up and do the do the jobs that she's done. And uh, didn't even realize she was in a movie when I picked it out. And uh, yeah. The gore factor was less than the blood, but there was some blood. I mean, it was a bit of a roller coaster ride. Lots of cloak and dagger stuff. I kind of liked the way it was done. Uh, just like you said, more gore, a little more blood and gore would have actually increased this. But yeah, it's a really good movie. I would watch it again. And yeah, I also gave it a four skull rating on this one. And uh, by the way, uh, blood, yeah, about two and a half and gore, three and a half. Yeah, that's where I went. So it's very similar to yours. Well, I think we'll move on to my movie, which again is Horror Express from 1972. So this movie takes place in 1903 with a professor named Saxon, who is a British type of person. He's traveling through Europe, or trying to return to Europe, through a train from Shanghai to Moscow. And he has a crate with him with frozen remains of a primate humanoid that he discovered. And so after a little bit, after the movie starts picking up a little bit, you start to see that the thing inside the crate is alive. And it starts attacking people. I mean, right before they even leave for the train, you see a thief killed with his eyes and his eyes covered in blood. His mouth was covered in blood. His nose was. But the thing is, his eyes were completely white. And you see that a lot through all the victims of this freaking thing. And they finally kill it, but... It somehow switched its like soul or something into a cop. And then that cop, as he was dying after being shot and stuff, he transfers it to a preacher. And the preacher is the last one to be this freaking thing. And then towards the end is when all the victims come back to life. And then they trap all of them on one part of the 
train and they end up dropping the that part of the train down a cliff killing all that's on there and that's basically the end of the movie i mean it's straightforward like that i mean it's it's a freaking horror movie on a train with a creature killing people but uh yeah when it came to rotten tomato scores they gave it a 80 percent with the audience score of 52 percent google gave it a 91 i wasn't able to find box office scores but i was able to find a budget about Three hundred thousand for this movie, and when it comes to my thoughts, great story to this film. Story of something from millions of years ago coming back to life and killing everything it sees with its magic powers through its one good eye, because it did have like a freaking fucked up eye, and then it had one good one. Now, when it comes to blood and gore, this one didn't have much to go on, go on. So with the little gore that it had, it had like. The goriest thing I could see through this film was the look of the monster and the eyes of its victims. So I give it like a one on gore. When it comes to the blood, not much there either. So I'm giving it a one as well. I kind of wish the ending was done better with the monster. Plus it's like zombie little things just falling off the cliff. I mean the explosions were pretty cool, but it could have just had a way better ending than this. Like, Again, it kind of ruined the ending. So with this movie, I gave it a 3.5 score rating. What about you, Tim? Yeah, for just to give a little feedback on this one, um, you and you picked it, I was happy, because this is actually one of the movies I remembered when I was younger that one of the first horror movies that actually gave me a little bit of a jump factor, a little bit of it. And yeah, the only other gory part I can think of that you didn't mention was like seeing the brain, the smooth brain. As you realize it shrunk out when they cut off it's the one victim's head got cut open so I could examine it to see what happened. And uh when he transferred over, he transferred over his eyes glue glowed red still as whoever was actually hosting this thing. And it also um seemed to uh, one arm seemed to be like the hairy beast on every one of the the people that he infected, so to speak. And then brought back all the zombies. That part there was I remember even this time, it kind of I forgot about it, and it kind of caught me by surprise. Oh, that's what happens! Like all the everybody turns into zombies. All the ones that were what? It's like apparently if they're freshly dead, they can be brought back with like psychically. That's pretty messed up. Um, jumping off the cliff, uh, the dropping off the cliff. I don't see another way they could have killed them <laughs> because they didn't have any other way to get rid of them. But, you know, I half expected. You know, it would almost been proper for that last cart to just kind of topple over at the end you know i mean almost i we almost survived but not quite that would have been kind of cool too yeah it was uh another one really good jump scares really good plot this one here is i mean this would be downright scary if it ever became real real what do you do like you know the luck involved in that ending ending that way for starters is like that's the scariest part about the movie if it really happened it, there's too much luck involved in them surviving. So for me, it was, uh, it still gave me pretty good jump scares to this one, but so it wasn't, it wasn't enough blood and gore. So yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. 3.5 skull rating and the blood gore thing, like a 1.5 and a 1.5, only because I remember the head being cut open. And that was kind of creepy when you're a kid. It was really creepy. They're cutting some guy's head open. All of a sudden, he's got a smooth brain. And it makes you wonder about everything. Like, what smooth brain wrinkles? Is that real? <laughs> you know, starts to make you think. But yeah, three and a half skull rating overall. But I would still recommend watching it. Might not be super great because it's aged. That's, a, I think, its biggest factor. 
this would definitely be a recommended watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think that'll be it for this episode. So if you have any movie suggestions, as always, you can email us at whatinthehorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our Twitter account. That's whatinthehorrorpodcast, all one word. We also still have a Discord. But anyways, as always, I've been Lando. And I've been Tim. And we are the fuck out of here. You were listening to What in the Horror. See you next time. <laughs>